I'm sitting here on Current and Critical with my guest, Mr. Chris Ho. Chris, how are you doing? I'm great. Thank you, Tyler. Thank you so much. You're my first. On Current and Critical, we've always had guests from Calgary. You're my first out-of-town guest. You've flown in from Toronto. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into the story behind that a little bit. But... um, we're going to hear to talk about digital transformation today. It's a big, it's two big words kind of bolted together. On Collisions YYC, we focus extensively on economic transformation, and it's hard to have that conversation without talking about digital. So before we get too much into the subject matter, give us a little bit of background. You are from Digital Journal Group, and I know you spend a lot of time in Calgary, but you are based out of Toronto. Yeah, uh, I'm president and co-founder of Digital Journal Group, content marketing firm um, that works with telling stories for large corporates, and digital transformation will come up a lot today. Um, sort of cut our teeth on helping companies tell their story of change. And a lot of uh, what I do day to day is um, storytelling around digital transformation for companies and uh, people looking to expand and change and managing all that change. Interesting. And we chat a little bit offline. You started your journey as a journalist, correct? Yeah. yeah. So speaking of industries that have been quote unquote disrupted yeah. and are being disrupted as we talk, it doesn't, I don't think that's ever done <laughs> in this train events that we're on. Yeah, I went to school for journalism and started a career working with a bunch of the large broadcasters and uh, did a startup myself and was uh, tapped as the the guy that was going to come in and try and figure out how do we take a traditional paper magazine that's distributed and uh, reimagine it, build a platform and try and do a digital, build a digital infrastructure around a media company. So uh, journalism has gone through a lot uh, over many, many years and um, a lot of the learnings in my perspective on digital transformation were born there. And just curious, at the time, was it a want to or a have to or a little bit of both when you when you were pushed into going through something like that? It's a good question. It was um, a little bit of both. Um, we started early with Digital Journal, uh, looking to try and figure out new business models. How do you scale? How do you do it cost effectively? What can you learn? You're going to make a thousand mistakes. How do we contain them so that they don't impede success? And uh, a lot of it was to try and reimagine the business before we were forced to. So we tried to be proactive more than reactive and, and really look to invest and change things and learned a lot in the process. We were uh, ahead of the curve in terms of other media organizations who waited until much later to build infrastructure right. digitally, but um, lots of learning come with that for sure. And were you guys in a smaller position where you were a bit more agile? I know sometimes for the larger shops, what, no matter what it is, enterprise level, that change comes, it's, it's hard earned. Yeah. But when you're smaller, you, you can. <laughs> yeah, there, there's pros and cons for sure. Uh, small teams being agile, we were only accountable to ourselves and we had to try things and be willing to make mistakes. That's a, right. a key learning with digital transformation or transformation in general is you will make mistakes. And you kind of have to stop being human in some ways on like, I don't like making mistakes or I don't want to take risks. The human nature that we often bring with us to approach business and challenge, you kind of have to let go. So the small team mentality on like, we're going to make mistakes and we're going to look each other in the eyes and figure out what to do after that. Uh, So that was a a bit of a different perspective that we might not have had if we were a really large organization at the time. Right. Where you don't get to make that mistake twice because you get fired, removed. And when when does it stop being mistakes and start just being called learning? But that's another. So a little bit full transparency here. You are behind an initiative to bring what I think is a very exciting conference to Calgary. It's the, it's the mesh conference and it pivots a hundred percent around the concept of digital transformation. Yeah. Mesh, the mesh conference started in 2005 in Toronto, largely talking about digital issues. Um, has had a 
ton of people come through, amazing speakers. And when we were looking at the opportunity to host the next mesh, digital transformation is obviously something that a lot of organizations are tasked with figuring out. The failure rate is extraordinarily high. Uh, McKinsey, and depending on who you quote, but there's a lot of organizations that will speak to the fact that most people are getting out of their comfort zone doing things they've never done. So as a result, digital transformation has a really high failure rate. Well, you shared is 70 to 75%. Yeah, McKinsey will say about 70%. That stuck with me when you, when you threw that number on me a few weeks ago. We were chatting on the phone, which really got me excited to bring this on Current and Critical. Like Everyone talks about it like it's table stakes, but yet I've the consequences are very real. I'm yeah. not doing it, but the consequences of doing it are just as real. Yeah, there's a lot of money being spent. There's a lot of people trying things. And it's the, uh, when we looked at the opportunity in Calgary, um, we said the mesh conference would be perfect for here because Calgary is, uh, at least as an outsider looking in and working with some clients and having a network of people that we employ here also, um, Calgary is ripe with change. There's so many amazing stories that don't often get told on a larger platform and a lot of learning. So when we looked at Mesh and the inflection point of what's happening in Alberta, we thought it'd be a great time to bring the Mesh conference here, host it here, um, sort of invest long-term on, on bringing a different kind of conversation to the city and talk about economic benefit human benefit, culture, social, society. Like, There's a lot of layers that go into making the event different. That's so interesting. Being ripe for digit, for change. And I've heard it, I've been in some other conversations where they said, well, yeah, we're ripe for change because we're a little bit behind. So therefore, we are the potential for the next wave. And I know that's kind of a double negative, yeah. positive kind of going in there. Can you speak to that? Because obviously you, you had a... You had the choice of any city across Canada, but you guys absolutely chose Calgary deliberately, which again, I'm excited about, and I think a lot of people are, but is it because of that gap of that space that allows that next big movement to be here? Uh, I think it's a couple of things. Uh, Calgary has a lot of people doing really interesting work. Um, the, the Obviously, the economy for a, a large number of years, the legacy and energy um, there's a whole bunch of things that are happening here that we found to be quite interesting that just we weren't aware of on a larger platform. So okay. the opportunity to tell those stories. And also, um, one of the things uh, through the people we've met here, uh, one of the individuals, uh, Colleen Pound, who we started connecting with here and has connected us to a lot of people, uh, she really helped us see and identify that Calgary's going through it's not responding to change. It's uh, at a foundational level, systematically addressing uh, a lot of things from an opportunity perspective. There's an entrepreneurial grit here. There's a perseverance. There's tons of creativity. And looking at at a sort of molecular level, what can Calgary do to uh, reimagine itself and then focus on that? And that was massively inspiring. That's so interesting. So when you look at other cities, you know, obviously, has Mesh has been anywhere but Toronto prior to this? Um, Mesh has been home-based in Toronto. There was a brief uh, sort of meetup. There was a brief Calgary meetup many years ago, one in Edmonton and one in Vancouver, but okay. for the most part, hosted in Toronto. The foundation of the event was yeah. there. And back into, the, like, I'll joke, every second conference now feels like it's a digital something conference. Yeah. But back in 2005, that wasn't the case. Digital transformation was maybe felt like a bit of a newer idea at that point. I don't even think the words digital transformation exist. If you went back and tried to find where yeah. in our vernacular that got picked up. Mm. Digital certainly was pre- prevalent. Uh, transformation was ultimately the outcome of what everyone was talking about, but those things weren't necessarily recognized. 
Um, but media was being disrupted heavily 2005 uh, with the origin and roots. Uh, marketing had been changing and how you storytell. Uh, technology was new. Like Facebook was still... Wasn't Facebook a, 04, 03, 04? Yeah, it was around that just time. on the rise. Twitter hadn't been invented yet. So, <laughs> hadn't been um, invented or, yet. Or it was early days. So yeah. there was a lot of the ways that we take communication and the way digital has become part of our everyday lives just didn't exist then. So Mesh from the early days has programmed around uh, talking about what's changing, how it's changing, why it's changing, and exploring conversations. I think a big takeaway was digital transformation as a discussion in a silo provides value. If I work in energy, I go to energy events. If I work in financial services, I go to financial services events. Uh, There's a lot to be learned from cross-pollinating people from different industries and mesh, uh, we, we often get asked, like, is it an acronym for something? But literally, it means the meshing of, of people and talent and experience. And the outcome of that is extraordinary. You can put a data scientist next to a creative, next to an executive, next to someone who's thinking about design thinking. Um, and the, when you have a conversation with people who don't normally get to talk you learn things in ways that you just didn't ever think were possible. So Mesh early days had got known for that on cross-pollinating people from different industries and inspiring conversations that happen outside of silos. It's so interesting, like coming back to even the concept of digital transformation, it's so easy to just simplify it as like, oh, it's a technology play, but it really is a mindset. Yeah. So when you talk like just from a sheer, let's get down to the basics, how would you define digital transformation? It's a good question. There's certainly lots of definitions. Ours is the reimagining of business in the digital world. And uh, it's explicitly not just a technology conversation. I think we, uh, we often think of the word digital as being technology driven because that's how we've been trained with the rise of the tech industry becoming part of our lives. But it's digital transformation is very much about... Um, uh, breaking down silos within organizations, communication, culture, um, the things that make business happen and relationships develop. They seem obvious when you say them out loud, but digital transformation, um, when you're reimagining a business for the digital era, you have to have all those other boxes checked to be successful. And um, what we're hoping to do with Mesh is really provide space for that to happen. So it's interesting. If I'm thinking about, again, I hear digital transformation, depending on what role I'm on in the company, I might think that's someone else's place. Like, oh, that's the IT is going to handle yeah. that or well, executives got that. But what I'm really hearing is what this does is it kind of levels the playing field and brings everybody into the conversation. A hundred percent. I've been fascinated by... Um, We've met a lot of people through the years of talking with people who speak at Mesh or partners or sponsors, um, and there's a huge entrepreneurial contingent of people who are out there day-to-day transforming and disrupting. The the rise of the intrapreneur, of someone who's acting entrepreneurial in a large organization, is not a new concept, but it's talked a lot uh, about a lot more. And digital transformation, um, going back to human roots and thinking about, okay, an IT maybe would have made decisions for scaling a large company, but how do I think about growing the organization from a talent and recruiting perspective? There's some really interesting challenges and opportunities in Calgary with the talent space uh, where it is. So uh, when you say where it is, just meaning that there's a lot of people, I'm going to interject what I think, yeah. meaning a lot of people that are in the process of retooling, that maybe that 
that job they thought they were on was going to be the future, and now it's all of a sudden it's disappeared. Yeah, we've heard a ton of stories okay. of people Let's who get are down to the root of reskilling, upskilling, uh, who frankly don't know what their future opportunities should hold. Where should they be investing? How do they think about training? Um, so Calgary's an interesting market because there's a lot of really senior talent, really skilled people who have been displaced from their jobs for various reasons. Right. And um, creating a opportunity to have a digital transformation conversation, it's not always going to start with IT. It's going to start with what's the organization need? How does transformation need to happen? What are the business models that we need to consider? Uh, competition and then external forces that will ultimately be out of our control that could have a dramatic effect on the outcome of a business. So thinking about it's there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot of gears that end up coming together for a right. digital transformation event so the long answer to your question is um reimagining of business in the digital world or in the digital era what do you say to people that are scared of it um i think it's totally normal to be scared of it and Back to being human that's a yeah. human thing absolutely we we fear what we don't understand um, there's a big difference between digital transformation and digitization too, where oh, okay. one might think that or be afraid of uh, digital digitization because that's more of an IT play. Like what can we take from a systems and process perspective? What can we digitize or how do we move things from pen and paper to digital or how do we move things from a spreadsheet into something that's more of a platform? That could be intimidating because I might not work in IT and all of a sudden I'm being tasked with figuring out what our digital future is or how I contribute, how I interface with it. Um, Whereas digital transformation, I think when uh, the right culture is built, certainly we hear about the Mm -hmm. the success stories or the micro learnings. um, When the right culture is built, failure is not encouraged, but failing fast and learning quickly could be. And investing in creating space for your employees to try things, get them wrong, and then respond quickly, it, it is a shift in mindset. And it, it, it almost sounds a bit like a panacea, because you're right, because culture drives everything. And yeah. the beliefs of, you know, we're going to give people room to fail, we're going to let them. That's a really easy thing. It's an easy thing to say in this kind of context. When you've got, I've had some guests on the show that have talked about large capital-intensive projects, make or break, life or death types of situations. Calgary struggles to have a culture of like, what's well, okay if we, if we, we'll just call it learning. No, that was a $200 million mistake. We can't call it that. So, you know, what's your comments on coming from the outside? I think your value from being out of Toronto, coming into Calgary, any thoughts towards that of like culturally at our DNA, we're very anti-fail <laughs> and which then means anti-learn, which is kind of scary when you say it that way. Um, I, I don't know that I can speak, um, from my observations of the Calgarians I've met, uh, I've met more of the people who are on the try things side. Right on. Um, which is is great. And I've been uh, working here and traveling to Calgary for uh, six years now. So I, my job has taken me back and forth. And I've seen a pretty considerable change in those six years as an outsider looking in on maybe encouraging failure would be the wrong way to classify it, but investing in learning and building systems to catch things before they become large-scale failures, which um, is easier said than done, I I recognize. And if you're a large-scale business that's going to try something and it's a $200 million mistake, the stakes are much higher than a smaller, more agile company that's approaching the same challenge. Um, 
I gave you kind of an extreme example. I didn't recognize that. But it's interesting because you're right. It it pulls through the DNA of an organization that, you know, how to identify one as as a large scale and then build systems around learning, which I think is what I'm hearing you say loud and clear. Yeah, conversations, uh, certainly from the Mesh Conference perspective, conversations change perspectives quite a bit. So if I'm used to approaching business in a certain way, and part of the, the discussion we want to foster is I can sit there and I can watch the CEO of another bank talk with a startup founder, talk with someone from the creative space and be inspired to try something that I might not have. So the more conversations that can happen, um, we think the the more opportunity there is for successful digital transformation, successful culture development, diversity of perspective and gender and ethnicity and background and all of those things contribute tremendously to doing things differently and thinking differently. It's creating the opportunity to have that thought that we're really obsessed with and passionate about. And that's such a, you know, going back to leadership and the culture of organizations when you start driving that from the top down. So, um, who attends the mess conference? Is it up and down? Is it like senior leadership right down to people on like who's who who shows up at an event like this? It's very much a cross section. Um, mesh is built with four threads or four colors of mesh. Um, the the green thread is around the business discussions on uh, business models and revenue generation and culture. So as you can imagine, you'll get everyone from the C-suite to people who work in HR to people who work uh, just to make the business succeed. Um, There's a big society component to this. So it's not just a business or a technology conference. Um, Society is the nonprofits, the government sector workers, the people who are studying uh, change and transformation on society, smart cities. And when you design things from the ground up to be digital, how does it impact the way we interface with the world? Um, so you'll get a, a large cross-section of uh, nonprofits and government people, um, lawyers, people who are contributing to uh, shaping the society uh, and how digital transformation will impact. Um, the red thread is communications, so marketing, PR, um, organizations that have a role in telling a story because a lot of digital transformation failure comes from uh, a lack of communication or miscommunication or a lack uh, bad timing of communication. There's internal stakeholders that have to hear about it. There's external. So right. we see a lot of organizations that come from that space um, contribute. And then the last thread is blue, which is technology. So you'll get your uh, data scientists, your AI engineers, your blockchain companies. So it's a, it's a cross-section of a whole bunch of different people from different industries Um, But everyone has lived through some sort of transformation or is about to be pursuing one and they don't know where to start. That's the the common thread that I work in mining or I work in creative services. Something is changing in my business and I need to figure out how to address it. So interesting. This is often a kickoff point for people when they're on this journey. Because again, we all hear about it. But then there's there's a whole other story to like, yeah, I'm aware of it, but now I'm actually actively pursuing it or going down this path. Very interesting. And you guys are doing something with your event that I think is unique. I think we've all been to conferences where we get really inspired and then we leave and go home and get busy and don't do anything. To be blunt, yeah. But this is a two-day event that takes transformation from concept into a uh, into a bit of a workable reality. So maybe touch on that a little bit because to talk about digital transformation, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's great. It's this big blue sky idea, but how do I actually make it real? You guys bring that together as part of the event. We do it in a few ways, um, and it's definitely very important to distinguish ourselves as an event, but also to create an attendee experience that's going to be really memorable. So day one of Mesh as a two-day event is always about blow your mind. 
I'm going to come and hear from people that I don't normally hear from, the doers who are actually trying things, people standing on stage talking about failure. So to that point earlier on creating space and opportunity right from the get-go, it's large-scale inspiration. And Mesh is really around inspire, uh, connect, and share. Inspiration is where most events stop. You can go to a lot of events and be inspired. (laughs) But to your point, I go back to work, how the heck do I integrate AI or blockchain into my business when I don't do any of that today? So day two is really built and programmed around um, creating the opportunity for workshops and breakouts and the actual tangible takeaways. So we'll bring in facilitators, we'll bring in companies that are actually doing change or helping organizations navigate. And so when you leave at the end of day two, you've been inspired on day one, you've connected and you've heard stories, but the practical reality of workshops and things on day two Um, you can choose your own adventure on when you go back to your day job, you should be better prepared to address your specific challenge because you've learned hands-on what it is you need to do. Something a little more practical. So let's fast forward. Let's take, you know, to wrap a little bit here, digital transformation. It's happening. It's six months down the road. It's a year down the road. What's the ultimate outcome of digital transformation? Is it better customer's experience? Is it better as humans, we get to do more of the things we want to do, less of the things we don't want to do? Like, what's the payoff? Or what are some of the payoffs you see of like, you know, we're on this journey. We're going to put in a lot of effort, energy, time, money. What are we going to get in the end? I think the the perspective on who who's answering that question would dr- dramatically differ. So. For sure. A lot of what we hear is on the business side, I need to know what my business is going to be disrupted by. I need to see and come away with new revenue ideas. I need to understand how customer expectations are changing. You know, on my day-to-day, I book on Airbnb or I spend time on Facebook. That's changed how I engage with the world. And then I bring those habits to work. So how does it change a uh, customer expectation? So yes. Expectations of, are always rising. Yeah. The, so the business side is very much about being understanding what's happening, what's transforming and how to respond to it and creating new opportunities. Um, on the culture side, it's really about how do you shape the right kind of talent pool to take you to the next level. We keep coming back to talent in this conversation because yes. it's ultimately people at the end of the day. It's not technology that's changing for technology's sake. Um, so takeaways on who do you need? How do you build world-class teams? Um, how do you shape culture? How do you do all the things that we historically maybe haven't done well? Um, and be exposed to stories of others who've done it. So for, uh, around skills that we don't even know we need yet. Yeah, like it's really about being set up for the this high potential mindset in 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 creating your team because they're going to encounter problems a year from now you can't really even foresee now. Yeah. So that's where the mindset comes into play. And the the last intangible that makes mesh mesh and some one of the reasons I fell in love with it as an attendee, where which is where I started, um, is really about I don't know what I don't know. And Mesh is going to create an opportunity for me to learn something or be inspired in a way that I didn't think I needed to hear or from people that I wouldn't have normally connected with. So my takeaway um, is that three-layer of connect, share, and inspire and going back to work and thinking differently or thinking about new opportunities or learning from someone else's failure. So there's the intangible of I don't know what I don't know, and that's a big ROI for what we look to program in Mesh. 
being able to walk away from anything with a new sense of how to look at the world of like changing your, you know, your rose colored glasses to a different color. It's incredibly powerful. And I think looking for those sources of inspiration when you have something that can be, I'll be blunt, as daunting as the concept of digital. It go, it, digital transformation goes from exciting to overwhelming in about that long it takes to think about it. But surrounding yourself with people that are maybe two steps down a different path that you didn't even know existed, that's a pretty interesting opportunity. As Calgarians who all know, we're in the throes of transformation right now and digital is the underpinning of so much of it. Yeah, and the opportunity to have an honest conversation. Mm. Frankly, there's a lot of misinformation or fear-mongering or just people being scared or people selling fear solutions. So having a discussion with uh, a group of people who are open and honest about what they know and don't know is... uh, is a pretty rewarding thing when you can go back from an event and say, I, I learned from people who are doing real things in a tangible, practical way, and that value proposition is is excellent. And building and building connections. Yeah. Because you know, nothing much happens in life without relationships. Yep. And being with like-minded people goes a long way. A mm-hmm. core factor of digital transformation, if companies have been used to doing things on their own or becoming a behemoth in their own industry because they do everything well themselves... Um, my opportunity working in my day job, I've got the chance to see and tell a lot of company stories on change and transformation. And the recurring thing that I see in all of them is they recognize the need to build an ecosystem or find a place in an ecosystem or plug into someone else. And I think digital transformation is about recognizing you can't do it alone and connecting with others to seize new opportunities or new ideas. That's interesting. Going a communal approach versus a scarcity, you know, close the walls and batten down the hatches. That's not actually what's going to get you forward. I, not in my opinion, no. Um, and when we look I, at... I would tend to agree. Well, hey, that's why we called this show Collisions. Because, yeah. you know, one of the questions I love to ask, and we'll talk about it uh, later, where can we bang together two industries that one can learn from another? Because you might fail in this risky, but someone else might have de-risked it five years ago. You just don't yeah. know about it. Yeah. And that's how you get that exponential growth. But Chris, thank you so much for your candor, your, clearly your passion on this topic. And I look forward to seeing you at Mesh. Thanks, Tyler. Great being here. 